So, we're back once again after a bit of a hiatus. Let's go on another. <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> a nice little break, but without an actual break. It's been three weeks since our last episode. After we resolved to try to record weekly, we sort of fell apart after a month. It was a good run. Don't try and discount it. <laughs> we did our best, but we've resolved to move our recording day and to do this every other week as opposed to every week. And that'll probably make all of our lives a lot happier. So now that I've given you both plenty of extra time, do you have anything interesting to tell me? Um, so my friend is in uh, Students for Burning and has wrote me along. <laughs> He can still win, guys. He can still win. Here's how Bernie can still win, my boys. <laughs> Fifteen reasons. <laughs> but anyway, since I've been roped along to these meetings, <laughs> I've like... And I'm a trusted person to at least one of the three founding members. I've found myself to be the lead critiquer of their uh, meetings. <laughs> and I do have to say, like... How the campaign wants it to be run is just, like, the fucking worst. Like, they made us watch these videos that were lame and, like, sign up all your friends to the burn app or, like, put in their information or whatever the fuck. Like, it's on some bullshit. Like, I'm not trying to do any of that. I'm just trying to, like, talk about democratic socialism or whatever. <laughs> all right, let's, let's go back to the beginning for this. So... What do you mean you're the critiquer? So, um, after the meetings, I they come to me and they said, okay, how did it go? And then I told them what went wrong. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Alright, so describe how an average meeting would go. Um, there will be... The last one is actually the best one yet. So, but the most, both times before, they, uh, well, the first time, let's just go with the first time because there's only been three meetings. The first time they made us watch like a couple of like videos on like, here's what we want this, like the national cam campaign telling the students for Bernie for each of their universities that are participating. Okay, here's what we want you guys to do. Like, here's how Bernie can still win. It's pretty much the theme of these of these videos that they made us watch. So that was exceptionally lame, which I told them, and they're like, yeah, but we had to. And I was like, I know, I understand, but just airing my grievances that this video is extremely lame, and I hated every moment of it, and I wanted to go home. How long are these videos? Are they, like, 20 minutes of, like, just pro-Bernie stuff, or are they... Yeah, well, it wasn't like pro-Bernie. It's more like, here's what you got to do oh. in this club. Here's how Bernie can still win. But, like, what do you have to do? What's, what's uh, in these videos? Pretty much just, like, get people on his side. And how do you do that? You know, just tabling, talking to people, that sort of thing. Okay. Telling your Bernie stories, like, the angle that they're really trying to get with us, so... They want us to like to talk to people like here's the reasons why I personally would like Bernie to be president, which is a pretty good angle to come from. Yeah. Um, I actually originally earned this position by. Uh, like in the first meeting, they asked everyone like, OK, what did you think? And I said, you guys should uh, speak from your chest when you're speaking publicly. And that's why I earned the position immediately. <laughs> You guys public speak badly. <laughs> yeah. Way to destroy their argument. <laughs> I took a class on this. You guys need to get your shit together. Libtards wrecking libtards. <laughs> like, personally, I like to imagine myself as, like, Ego from uh, Ratatouille or, like, some sort of, like, stereotypical, like, French <laughs> critic. Like, I have the striped shirt, the pencil stash, the little black sunglasses, round sunglasses, and the uh, beret and the cigarette, and, like, an espresso and, like, a notepad. 
and like a fountain pen, just like, oh, you didn't use the correct form of rhetoric. <laughs> All right, so you go to the meeting, they show a video. What happens after that? Oh, uh, that was only the first one. The other ones are pretty much like elaborating off of those. So like yesterday's, was it yesterday? No, it was the day before his meeting. They pretty much pushed the uh, why I'm voting for Bernie standpoint. And that was okay. I didn't, I thought it was kind of lame. Then I kind of came to a realization after the uh, meeting and I was talking to them about it that like the lameness inherent is like inherent to like the purpose of the club. And there's not much they can really do about that, especially since they have like a national campaign telling them what they ought to do. So yeah, the club is lame because politics is lame. Pretty much. Yeah. But they really appreciate my uh, like assholeness. <laughs> Which is the first time that's happened, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. <laughs> Feel validated. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. So Simon, why are you voting for Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I want to see the presidential Undertale genocide run. <laughs> <laughs> I want the first gamer president, is what you're trying to say? Yes. Wait a minute. <laughs> I will happily concede that to Bernie Sanders. I feel like he has the most gamer energy. Well, he's the only one with a Twitch account, so... Then yeah. you run, Simon. I want Bernie to live stream from the Oval Office. That'd be fucking awesome. You know, that's really the only interesting thing that's been happening to me. Alright. I also went to a protest that they were staging, which is pretty okay. Protest about what, though? Uh, they didn't like that Lockheed Martin was uh, trying to recruit students and showing up to campus. Uh, they're always at my campus because engineering school. Yeah, same here, because we are big money, big, big education boys. I don't know, what's the problem with them showing up? Um, really that they sell drones to whoever and they commit war crimes with those. Drones, you know, the ones that they use to bomb hospitals and shit. You know Obama bombed a hospital in 2015 and no one talks about it? So Simon, supporting old Bernie Sanders going to protests... When's the revolution going to start, Simon? Yeah. I'll think about it. <laughs> Sam, are there political clubs at CSUB? Because I know for a fact there are none at my school. Really? There are none? Not, like, in any official capacity. I'm sorry to hear that. We even have a young Republicans club, which still surprises me. I mean, it shouldn't, but it kind of does. I don't know. Your school... Your school is very wealthy, so it doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> yeah. There is a Republican uh, club. That's, a, that's about <laughs> that it. That doesn't surprise me at all. That shouldn't surprise anyone who knows anything about Bakersfield. <laughs> see, the only political thing I'll see is I'll see, like some like republican group they'll like set up like a table to the library you, you guys know the steven crowder meme uh something something changed my mind you guys have seen that right yeah of course yeah so like people will just like set up a table with like a like handwritten sign saying something on the lines of like trump is not racist to change my mind and then just like sit there for hours and no one fucking talks to them because they're weird. No, people talk to them. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry for those people. The people with strong opinions. <laughs> yeah. I've never interacted with them, and I never will. <laughs> Good for dumbass. Yeah. The kind of people that would set up the table are the kind of people I don't want to talk to about politics. <laughs> They're there to see people get riled up. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you ever just let them win? Just, like, hand it to them on a silver fucking platter? 
Oh, I went to a debate, which I didn't talk about, I think. Did I talk to you guys about the uh, debate where they're like, one person like representing the point of view of Bernie Sanders and the other person representing the point of view of um, Elizabeth Warren because they are quite similar? I had no idea about that. Okay, because this is going to get like kind of wacky. Like, I can't believe I forgot about this because it's like one of those like, oh, this is like accidentally a little weird for like no apparent reason. So, like, my friend and I go, the one who wrote me to uh, students who are burning in the protest, he took me, and I was interested because I like to see liberals getting owned. So, <laughs> it's Bakersfield's, you know, national pastime is just to own liberals. Of course. So I went. So, uh, so for those of you who don't know, Bernie Sanders identifies as a democratic socialist. And the person representing Elizabeth Warren identified himself as a democratic socialist. But he thought Bernie was not a good choice for like very like, I can't remember his reasoning, but I remember it was just stupid. Like he, his idea of like socialism is the government does things and that is socialism. The government doing things is socialism? Is that what his argument was? Yeah, that was like his idea of what socialism is. Is like the post, you know, the postal system, that's a government thing. The government is doing something. The, go- the postal system is socialist. I mean, definitionally, he's right. But that's not a helpful way of thinking about it. Yeah. Like socialism is not the government doing things socialism is an economic principle basically so he was pretty much a capitalist but pretending to be a socialist so you know a liberal and the person who's representing bernie sanders was like a syndicalist so like she deadass came out and said uh like i don't think big corporations should be like making things it should be owned by the workers which is, you know, a very hot take. Yeah, which that, both me and that, my friend were loving. But I mean, that idea destroyed several nations and the economy once. Don't worry, guys. We can do it correctly this time. <laughs> <laughs> we can just keep trying until we get it right. <laughs> a bit one day. America and Latin America policy. We just keep blowing it up until we get it right. So anyway, uh, that like both me and my friend like that, and like the chick because there's a chick representing Bernie, like she handedly like thrashed this liberal. So we were having a good time, just like having just like watching this dude get thrashed. So uh, it came like question time for like the last half hour of like this uh, debate, of course, and like this dude in like a flannel and like the like hipster beard like a bit long beard but not too long <laughs> like he kind of comes up and say hey guys it's question time like come line up by this piano because this was in like a weird like church sort of thing i couldn't tell what denomination there was no cross and i was kind of confused about what the purpose of this building was but it was clearly spiritual but anyway like you know line up by this uh piano and then like We'll bring them, like, the mic is by the piano, so, you know, we'll bring that to you. And then, uh, like, a few people line up, and it's, like, a few guys and a chick. And he says, like, I wish I remember what he said word for word. Because, like, the woman is in the back, because she got there last. And uh, he pretty much, like, implied that he didn't want any white men talking. Uh (laughs) <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I didn't realize liberals were actually this real. I'm scared, I want to go home. Oh, hold up, is this not like recorded on YouTube or whatever? No, there was no recording this Ah, uh, it's so sad. I know, because it was, a, it was really fun, I had a great time. Like, like he said something along the lines of like, you know, white men talk enough. Let's have like a woman talk or whatever. And it was just like, yikes. Imagine being a cop. (laughs) Because this dude is a white man. 
you know, which I get that there are people like that, but it always feels weird when you see it. Like, why would you throw yourself under the bus kind of thing? Some opinions I only see on the internet, and it feels weird to see them in reality. Yeah, if, like, when you're, like, sitting there and you're hearing this dude being like, yes, I am, like, as hardcore liberal as it gets, like, oh my god. Some people's opinions shouldn't be said out loud. Yeah, you, if you're, like, one of those people who's like, yeah, fuck white men or whatever, like, (laughs) please don't go out and be like, yeah, I'm just gonna not take questions from white men real quick. Because <laughs> that's not the answer to that um, problem. Like, the white men who are in line did get to ask questions. It's just, like, he moved the woman up first. And, like, that was such a weird move that, like, I would never see coming. Just get blindsided. Yeah, just blindsided by another liberal. Did you ask any questions there? I tried to, but we ran out of time. Ah. So the uh, Warren guy, the liberal, he uh, was saying that, like, Warren is going to, like, push all the levers and, like, pretty much pack the courts and shit and, like, you know, something highly illegal. Oh, like what FDR tried to do and what ended his whole career. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. You know, you can't fucking stack the courts. They'll never let you get away with that shit. So, like... He's like, yeah, she's going to end the uh, Republican filibuster in the Senate. So my question was, is uh, if you want to end the filibuster in the Senate, why not just get rid of the Senate entirely so that you can better represent the people with the House of Representatives? I didn't get asked a question. (laughs) Not allowed to speak. No, they ran out of time. It ended at like 830 or whatever. So I hear my brother in the room over practicing with his new guitar. <laughs> Is he bad? No. <laughs> <laughs> he just started, so. So yes, but like he's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, it's like the normal thing. Yes, but it's understandable. So I'm going to be right back to let him know that. <laughs> Is it picking up on audacity, which is the more important question? Let's see. He's not playing it right now, so I can't tell. He's going to start rocking out in a moment. (laughs) Pulls out the drum set. Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) This wasn't supposed to happen. Okay, it doesn't look like Audacity's picking it up. So I guess we'll be fine. If he starts playing louder, though. Yeah, just knock on the wall or something. (laughs) Throw a rock through the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. Do I actually have a rock near me? No, I don't. There is a rock in my room. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) It was, like, there when my... It was, like, left there when my sister had the room. I hadn't had a reason to take it out. (laughs) Fair enough. Do you have the nerve to tell me your room is organized? Yes. (laughs) You didn't say his room was organized. It was organized chaos. Yeah. Big difference. Wait, there's just a rock in my room. I don't know why it's there, but it's been there forever. <laughs> it's a part of the room now, Grant. <laughs> it really holds the room together. Not to mention it's like in a corner right next to the door. It's not even like in the way. Because <laughs> <laughs> you just sigh. <laughs> it doesn't make things better. His name is Stan. I just get more and more disappointed the more I hear about how you guys decide to live your lives. I think Stan's a good name for a rock. (laughs) Simon goes off on a separate tangent on naming rocks. Simon, when naming pets, do you prefer, like, human names or, like, esoteric names? That's a great question. Like, if you had a a cat, would you name it, like, Charlie or would you name it, like, Concrete? (laughs) <laughs> concrete I don't know I feel like it would depend on the uh, personality of the cat what kind of personality would earn itself an esoteric name one that reminded me of an esoteric thing 
Like, personally, I don't have reservations against using human names for cats. But also, like, I feel like there are some names that are, like, awful. Like, tangible, not inanimate objects like mittens, snowball, socks, those sort of things. I disagree. I like snowball. I think that's a good name. But only if the cat is all white. Yeah, like in Stuart Little. I haven't seen that movie in like 12 years. That's not a reference for me. You don't remember the cat's name in fucking Stuart Little? For shame. I didn't even watch <laughs> Stuart Little. <laughs> have you ever... At vets, have you guys ever had the uh, weird thing where like... The veterinarian will call your pet by its first name and your last name? So, like, they're going to call your cat and then say, Nellie Zelinka. I've never taken my cat to the vet. I've only had to take my dog a couple of times. And they've never called him by my last name. They always just call him by his first name. Oh. You should stay pure. I know, you know you have to register dogs in the state of California. Do you have to register them with a last name? No. I think it's just a weird thing that vet did, or maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Maybe. But it is a cursed idea. Possibly. It'd be funny if they referred to, like, your dog as, like, Mr. Leech. It'd be weird. Have you done anything in the past three weeks of note, Sam? Uh... Why, yes, Sam has been staging a communist revolt in Bolivia. <laughs> I went to two Halloween parties. Oh. One with uh, the people in the honors lounge at Matt's house, and then another one for people in choir. All right. <laughs> and a lot of the time at um, the party at Matt's house... <laughs> Was spent playing uh, drinking games, but there was no actual alcohol. <laughs> so they just make sodas. Is Matt 21 already? I forget how much older he is than me. Don't remember. Fair enough. So like, what kind of drinking games did you guys play with your non-alcoholic beverage of choice? It was Rage Cage. And then just Beer Pong. This is the second time Rage Cage has been mentioned on this podcast, and I still have no idea what it is. <laughs> this time I actually know what it is. <laughs> okay, so... In the center of the table, there'll be a bunch of solo cups with drinks in them. Okay. And there are two empty cups on the outside, uh, each held by, like, or each in the possession of one person at that time. The goal is to bounce the ping to bounce a ping pong ball into the cup. And then once you do, you pass it on to the next person. The goal is to try to get like your cup or get the cup to oh, wrap around to the other cup. And if you're the person like like, if you have a cup and then the next person also has a cup, and you get your ping pong ball into your cup first, and then you put your cup on top of their cup, then they have to take a drink from one of the drinks in the middle. Okay, so you have a cup, like, in front of you? Yeah, and once you get the ping pong ball into your cup, you pass it on. Okay. So you're, like, hitting the ping pong ball back and forth, and you're trying to, like, angle it down into your cup? Uh, you're just bouncing off the table into the cup. Okay. And if you if you do it too hard and like if somehow your ping pong ball ends up into one of the cups in the middle, then you immediately take a drink from that cup. Okay. So that's just normal beer pong rules for that case. Yeah. And it's like the cups on the outside would be have like would have like the norm like a normal small amount of some alcohol while the cups in the middle would have like a combination of like alcoholic drinks. Okay. So like vodka and like whiskey or something like that. 
whatever you have. <laughs> In our case, it was like a combination of like Sprite, Dr. Pepper, <laughs> Cola, and Lemonade. Those don't sound like the best of combinations. <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be a, you don't want to get that. <laughs> See, I've been to parties where people have played beer pong, but I've never actually played it myself. Because it just sort of disgusts me as an idea. Because, <laughs> like, the ping pong ball, like, as it's landing in cups of beer. That shit's covered in botulism, man. It's covered in beer, so it's getting gr- grosser and stickier the more you play with it. <laughs> and the more you drink, the drunker you get, and the more likely you are to miss. And the ping pong ball lands on the floor, which at these houses is never clean. So it's this sticky ball landing on this filthy carpet generally or like filthy wooden floor they're picking it up and they're just bouncing it into like more cups of alcohol and drinking it it's just it's disgusting to me so i've never played beer pong as matt said from experience that it gets even better the more drunk you get i'm sure it does but then like you don't notice how disgusting it is but you just have this like sticky filthy ball dropping into cups of of which you're now drinking out of it's gross no delicious it would suck too if you had like a dark beer or something like real heavy and like like guinness or something just like (laughs) just like that that noise (laughs) Like, I had some, like, dark Christmassy ale today, and that was, like, hard to do just a bottle of it. I couldn't imagine doing beer pong on it. Those things really are an acquired taste, though, so that's why I think a lighter beer would be a better idea for beer pong. Of course, getting uh, botulism in your beer doesn't sound very fun to me. Yeah, it's... It's just gross. Yeah, also, when I drink, my goal is not to get drunk. That's not what i like to do anyway so it just it doesn't serve me any purpose whatsoever yeah we're just here to drink to have fun yeah we're here to have fun with friends yes that's the whole point. have a couple beers feel a little sad but have a good time anyway a couple beers bit of Yu-Gi-Oh. it's all it's all my goal really is <laughs> drunk Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> optimal Yu-Gi-Oh play is when you're drunk <laughs> <laughs> I met people who like will go to like regionals like drunk and high and they'll like they'll swear they're having like, the most fun but they're always like x3 drop at like noon so i feel like that's the most amount of time you want to spend there anyway so you can go <laughs> get like lunch and just go home yeah you does not give a lunch break which is really annoying you have to believe in the heart of cards for <laughs> sustenance uh, it's really annoying the the big pokemon regional of the year is happening like the day before finals week so i'm big sad that i won't get to go or if i do go i'm like risking my grades on (laughs) going to a pokemon tournament (laughs) worth it (laughs) (laughs) so i had to register for classes last week and that was as fun as it always is why wasn't it fun this time grand so i don't have max priority registration what i have they've like they've tiered out the priorities so there's people with like max max priority who've like sworn they're going to graduate in like under four years or something crazy and those people got to register i believe it was like almost a week in advance wow (laughs) These, these the time gaps are large so oh okay my ad drop period is from October 23rd to December 4th. Like, we we have large time scales. So, like, I've been in my ad drop period for almost two weeks, and they're still opening new classes. It's not... I don't have what Simon has, which is, like, two days to register. I get a big chunk of time to sort things out, which I think is great. So I'd set up my shopping cart with all of the classes I wanted to take which is basically all of my next level classes. And then I was going to take, I'm trying to take advanced linear algebra to finish my math minor. And that turned out to be a slight issue. So the day my registration, it's a Wednesday. My registration is at 8 a.m. And I 
like to sleep. So I, I was almost certain I was going to sleep through it. So my big brain plan was to just not go to sleep that night. <laughs> really earning that math minor right there, aren't you, Grant? What so, if I just don't sleep? What if I just, instead of being a normal person and going to sleep and setting up an alarm, I just don't sleep? So I've been... I'll talk about alarms in a little bit because I was trying a new thing with alarms that completely failed. And it messed me up for an entire week. I'll come back to this. So, I'm thinking I'm a genius. I'm just going to stay up late and do it. So, I stay up all night long. Then at 8 a.m., I put all my classes into, like, black, into like the center. I click apply. And then I get the message, you can't enter uh, advanced linear algebra because you're missing the prereq. And I'm like, oh... This will be a problem I have to deal with at the department later today. But I'm still enrolled in 12 units. So my plan was to take um, 12, 15 units, which is a normal amount. So I've got 12 units I'm registered in, so I'm a full-time student, so nothing's like a problem right now. I'll just deal with this in the morning, even though it's already morning. And I decide, I'm tired. I don't have class until noon. I'm just going to take a nap. So, take a nap, he says. Take a nap, I say. So I fall asleep at about 8.30 a.m. I woke up at 2.30 p.m. Nice. I had completely missed. I wonder what, I wonder what went wrong there. <laughs> I, I wonder what the problem was as I wake up feeling awful, missed my first class entirely, and have an hour before my next class begins. So... It's, it's, it was fine. I made up the work in that class. There was a lab that I missed, so me and my lab partner made up the work the next week. It's all fine. It's just stupid that I did it. And then, so I went to the department, and so there are two differential equations classes at this school, one for engineers and one for math majors. And the one for engineers is the end of the math tree while the one for math majors is the beginning of the math tree. So there are a large number of classes that require the math differential equations class, not the engineering one. So I'm trying to take advanced linear algebra and that requires me to take the math version of differential equations. So I go to the department and I'm like, hey, can you guys just use the engineering version as the prereq? And they're like, we'll see and we'll get back to you. I'm like, all right. And they get back to me like within the day, which was impressive. And they're like, we can't do it at the department level. You have to talk to the teacher. So it took them like around about 12 hours to get back to me, which is one fast for the school, but it's two not fast enough because by the time they got back to me, the class, like had a, both classes, both sections had already like, filled up to the waitlist and the waitlist was already like in the 20s so while i could now speak to the professor and get myself on like the waitlist i'm still probably not going to get into the class so i've just got to wait another semester to get this one done but it's just registering for classes is so obtuse and difficult like, I'm really lucky this year that I got into, like, the rest of my classes. It's only because I have, like, I've got, like, the lowest senior priority, but uh, because I'm a junior, like, I'm in my third year, and I'm taking, like, third-year-level courses, the fact that I have that priority means that I get in before most of the people taking the same classes. So I get into classes where my friends don't, which is, I mean... It's great for me because I'm actually getting into these classes, but most people don't get in because they never open enough sections. Because like my major is incredibly impacted, so we never have enough teachers to teach all of the students. And it's gotten to the point where like the head of our department has to start teaching classes because they just can't find enough teachers in time. Wait, well, yeah, I might have missed it, but how? How big of a gap is, like, in between, like, priority? You might have already said this, but... I didn't mention the times. The max, max priority. 
was able to register. I gotta check my calendar. They got to register. Yeah, just like give me dates. Yeah, it was October 14th. Then the senior level priority began the 22nd, ended the 23rd. So it was a sliding scale over those two days. So like all the seniors, all people like senior standing, quote unquote, because the year titles mean literally nothing here. (laughs) Yeah. It was like a, a sliding scale over those two days. And then like the people the next year down, the junior standing, there was like, I believe it was like, the 28th and 29th, and it was just like a sliding, no. For them, it was like the 21st, 25th, and then like sophomores, it was 28, 29, and it just slides down. So it's like spread out over the course of like two to three weeks, and then everything remains open for like another month. So like some people will have like, they, they, they stagger the times because of number of people. So like I had an 8 a.m. registration date, well, I had people with, like, I had friends with the same standing who had, like, a 2 p.m. registration date just because the school needs to stagger it for server reasons. Yeah. But overall, like, the times could be over this two-week time span. But, like, even now, like, it's been over a week since I registered, they're still opening new classes. So there's, like, many classes where they're looking for teachers right now and they will be looking for teachers until the end of the year. There are, like, because I'm down to 12 units, so there are, like, there are classes I need to take that they could open more sections than I could get into. I'm not, like, it's not a massive problem for me that I can't get into all my classes immediately because the school doesn't have all the classes it will have in the future right now. It's just attempting to get as many people as possible to, like, actually teach these courses. Yeah. So... Sam, you had to register recently as well. Is your registering system more annoying, less annoying? Well, what are your thoughts? There isn't, for one, there isn't as big of a gap between like re- priority registration. Yeah, that makes sense. Our gap is larger than normal like priority like i have priority registration so the first day was the 28th of last month all right and like you can enroll for classes till january 30th next year oh wow yeah But when I went to enroll, and just as you said for your classes, like, each person has, like, different, like, enrollment time during that day. Because, you know, server stuff. Yeah, that's necessary to stop things from crashing. <laughs> Mine was at 11.30. A.M. or P.M.? A.M. That is a reasonable time. So I assume you did not use the grant method of making sure you're on time. (laughs) No, I did not. I did not ask you on time. (laughs) But I went to, it was like, the Friday before I had gone to like my honors advising just to more or less, well, it was really just letting her know like what classes I put on her schedule so she could update my honors like like, file or whatever for her. Makes sense. <laughs> and then on a side note, to get rid of my advising hold, uh, at least the psychology department is doing, uh, one of the options is you can take a quiz on, in Blackboard, and if you get 100%, then it'll be taken down manually. All right. But anyway... So, of, like, like the classes, the classes units added up to 15, which would be on track for graduation. Yeah. Two one-unit choirs plus a four-unit class and then three three-unit classes. Oh, that's up to me. Well, all the three-unit classes were site classes. And what was filled up when I went to register 
all the psych classes. Ah. Two of those classes were labs, and those are like, you need to take at least one lab to graduate, so there is like demand for those, but there's only like one slot for each lab. And then the other class is like an online positive psych class. And I'm like, that one like makes even less sense on like why that one was filled. Because like it actually had a good amount of slots. Unlike, unlike the labs. Because it's an online class and everyone wants to take an online class. And for, they don't do digital wait lists for the labs and senior sem for psych here. You have to do, to be put on the wait list, you have to fill out a physical form and turn it in. Oh, that's much more of a hassle. And you're, like, supposed to put things like what your current status is, like, if you're on a four-year track, when you will graduate. Oh, are you worthy enough to be in this class? Yeah, and, like, your reasons for needing this class, like... Basically, are you going to graduate next semester, and if you don't get this class, you won't be able to graduate? Ah. So I'm hoping I get at least one of those as, like, after I realize, like, oh, three of these classes are already full. I'm going to find three more classes to put on my schedule. Yeah. (laughs) It was like I put, I eventually did put down three more. One of them was a was like my last upper division requirement. Another one was another one was like a music class. I was just like <laughs> at the end of the description was like for music majors or people who know music theory. <laughs> I am one of those two things. <laughs> you know, for people who are about to finish up, you know, their major in this or people who have a basic idea of what music is. <laughs> Can you read music? The end. <laughs> well, yes, I've taken the basic course to do that in high school. Which was not even a separate course. <laughs> it was just taught in choir <laughs> for like 10 minutes at the beginning of class. <laughs> well, not even 10 minutes. It was like 10 minutes every other day. Honestly, if you take a music class in high school and you do not learn how to read sheet music by the end of the year... You're in big trouble. <laughs> You're not moving on. <laughs> so the three classes I ended up putting on was modern uh, a history class for modern Mexico. That's like the last upper division requirement I need. So yeah, random upper GE, random bullshit GE. I, yeah, I was originally gonna go with like uh, my original plan for my upper division GE was like some sort of music class but then like it wasn't offered next semester so I was like oh I'm just gonna wait this semester see if it's offered in next fall and if it isn't I'll decide on something else yeah and I think I saw like one of my friends posted this schedule and I was like and they had the class I'm like well why not (laughs) I haven't ever like coordinated with others to have the same class I, I try to do that for all GEs because it makes, like, the boring classes actually fun to be in. Yeah, for me, in my mindset, I was just like, if I get a class with someone, woo. If not, oh well. Yeah, my first uh, real English class in university like that, community college with a friend, and that was, like, the best time I've ever had in a class. Because <laughs> we just, like, go to lunch and, like, talk about, like, our essay, idea, essay ideas and, like, talk shit about the class, and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Yeah, classes with friends are significantly better than classes without friends. I'm sure we can all agree on that. (laughs) Yes. But then the other two classes was the music class I briefly mentioned, which now I can actually tell you the description, which was History of Western Music 2. Oh, 2? The long-awaited sequel. Yes. (laughs) Ah, yes. I totally took History of Western Music number 1. Then the other class is uh, environmental psychology, which is, like, not a requirement at all. It's just a psych class. All right. What does that entail? Is it, like, how environments uh, 
impact people's psychologies or Let's see description given the increasing evidence that human behavior is harming the earth at an accelerating rate humans must shift to living sustainably environmental psychologies theories and research reveals reasons for environmentally destructive choices and ways in which psychology can be used to help people make needed changes okay very interesting yeah. Oh, and it also can fulfill, like, one of the GEs of self-enrichment. Yeah. <laughs> Although I've already done that, so. See, I know there was a couple engineering classes that fulfilled, like, certain, like, GEs. So I, you got me to think about it, so I look, I'm looking at my schedule right now, and my immediate thought was, why does it look so weird? Because, like, the times is, like weird and scattered so i started looking around trying to like shape things up and i was like oh i know why it's like this it's because of the times that they offer are all awful <laughs> and then the thing that i can complain about is classes are always like at the exact same time as another one that i need to take so it turns into one or the other exactly and what makes the schedule like look really weird i can't believe they make us do that shit Oh, and the last uh, detail for, like, the enrollment is that I told you before that was on the 28th of Monday yeah. for priority. And then seniors did Tuesday, juniors did Wednesday, and then Thursday sophomores. And then, you know, Friday freshmen. Uh, do they give, like, entering freshmen the priority? Because I know at my school, like... If it's going to be your first semester, you get max priority, so you get the classes you want, so you like the school more. Or do they just throw them at the back of the pack? Uh, remembering my experience entering? No. Uh. <laughs> Although at the same time, mine, uh, my advising was like one of the last groups. So like, they're like, oh shoot, all the classes are filling up. Let's just put them all in like, let's just like... Put all of them in classes, like, now. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was, like, all classes that, like, f you needed to take, I believe. Okay. And then, like, once the advising appointment actually came, they're like, okay, here's what your schedule currently is. If you can, you can see what is still available, and if you want, you can change classes, but <laughs> good luck. <laughs> So much luck involved. When do you have to register, Simon? In five days. Ah. I. Yep. I've written down what I'm gonna sign up for. Got it all planned out. Yep. Taking French five, Japanese five, East Asian Cultural Studies four A, maybe American uh, history. Because that is a weird requirement that the university requires for no fucking reason. So I have to fuck with that. Even after your two years of community college, you still need to finish GEs. That's right. They will make me do an American history course. Which doesn't even have to be about American history. It has to be about... It can be about, like... It can be uh, intro, to, intro to Chicano studies, black studies, that sort of bullshit. Ah. So, like... I... I don't know, man. I don't know what the fuck they're on about with that shit, but I'm gonna have to fuck with it. <sighs> Jeez, suck. Ironically, wasting my fucking time on bullshit. Why the fuck does school have to suck ass all the time? Why can't it be awesome? I know it can be awesome. It just fucking sucks. When is school awesome for you, Simon? When you're having a good time with the boys, but you're in <laughs> class and you're learning shit together. We all just want to be with the boys. Yeah, or if you have like a really fun teacher that you can talk shit with, then it's a lot of fun. <laughs> or just a fun teacher in general who just like likes to have a good time in class. I don't have many teachers like that because of the engineering department. So most of my... You see, this is why you, this is why to be a humanities major, because <laughs> those pool... Those guys have nothing to lose, and they'll have a good time. No, it's funny, because, like, uh, the math department in my school is, like, the nicest department on Earth. 
So like my current teacher for graph theory, like if you miss like a few classes because you're sick, she will like personally email you to like see how you're doing and like looks into the notes to help you catch up. Like it's she's super nice. And like in class, uh, she like mentioned this and I was like, I'm really used to just being detached and it's like really odd in my mind for like a teacher to be like this involved. <laughs> there really is the difference between like K through 12 and university. Yeah. Because, like, at the beginning of class, she asked us to, like, everyone, like, send her an email with, like, a description of themselves and, like, why they're taking the class. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be just, like, high school. It's just going to be, like, a random, like, nothing assignment. And then, like, I get, like, a personal response back, like, within a day. And I'm like, oh, she's reading these and responding quickly. That's scary. <laughs> and it's, like, it shouldn't, like scary as much as it does but i've gotten like so used to teachers being like detached and like not there that having one that like just like gonna hang you out to dry yeah having a teacher that like cares was like a really weird feeling for me <laughs> what do you mean people don't get abused by teachers <laughs> what do you mean mr smith didn't care <laughs> no I'm, I'm talking about like since high school high school teachers have to care just because of how much time you spend with them because, like, you spend, like, an hour, or in Mr. Smith's case, I spend, like, three hours every single day with him. Where, like, for some teachers, like, in college, I'll see them, like, twice a week. And, like, our only conversation will just be, like, them, like, giving back my homework and saying, like, uh, good job, or, uh, you suck. Not in those <laughs> words, of course, but, like... Wow, you need to do better. Or, like, not your best work, which just means, like, this is fucking shit. But, you know. <laughs> Recently, for my Japanese class, I got a uh, piece of homework back that said, hey, you're getting better. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> like, it felt good to me because I knew I, I knew I was doing terribly, but, like, both me and the teacher knew, like, I didn't know a lot of the grammar because I'm a transfer student, so, like... We're working on different curriculums, so, like, it felt good to get acknowledged that, like, I'm getting the hang of it now. By the way, have we signed up for Japanese 4 and Japanese 5, just in case you don't pass Japanese 4? Or are you just being confident? I'm being confident and going for Japanese 5. Hell yeah. Mama didn't raise no yeah. bitch. <laughs> the boys. If it's a problem, I'll deal with it later. 